You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Wow, it feels so good to be back after a week in London. I have missed you all so much, and I'm so excited to be live with you here this morning, sharing with you my tips for this week. So one of the things that I have been spending a lot of time sort of researching and growing and evolving over the past couple of years are just the habits of building a successful business. And what are, and I've kind of identified seven key habits of building a successful business that I am going to share with you today. All right. So why, what sort of spurred this discussion for today is this, you know, there are a lot of people out there and I've seen this happen so many times where people commit, they, they commit to joining my business. And, and I look at these people and I go, man, they are rock stars. They are amazing. They are going to blow this business out of the water. And I get so excited for them. And they write out their goals and they create an action plan and they tell me what they're going to do. And they even sometimes even take action for the first 30 days, the first 60 days, the first 90 days. But then all of a sudden, they hit this roadblock, this roadblock where they run out of their warm market or they run out of ideas or it becomes work because let's face it, building a business is never going to be easy. No matter what sort of shiny object or income opportunity that people dangle in front of your face, I will be quite honest with you. Everything that you achieve in life is a result of hard work, dedication, and commitment over time. Nothing is ever going to be handed to you on a silver platter. You will sacrifice, you will make a decision, you will make a choice, but it will be worth it. And it won't even be about reaching the goal. It will actually be about the person that you become in the process. You know, and I find that over the past six years, of being a successful online health and fitness coach, growing a top team, a three-time top team, I can tell you that it wasn't about standing on stage and achieving the award. It was about looking back over those past 12 months and looking at all the times that we overcame adversity, all the times we grew from failing forward, all of the mistakes we made, all of the posts that I thought were gonna go viral that fell flat on their face, all the people that told me no. It was about looking at those situations and saying, what can I learn from this versus letting myself be defeated? And it was, it was always about the mindset of never giving up and never quitting. And so as we kind of talk today, there are habits of highly successful people, of building a successful business. And I'm going to share them with you, and they may not be rocket science to you, but I'll be honest with you. Everything about building a business is easy, but people choose either to do it or not to do it. And here's the other thing I want to say to you, too. If you want to build a successful business, it's not about um, it's not about the length of time that you have been in business. It's actually about what you do during the time that you're here. And if you go full force, you know, um, throttle like pedal to the metal for you know two months, 
Don't expect to have a billion dollar business. Don't expect to be paying off all of your debt. It is going to take you time and you have to realize that it is a compounding effect day after day, post after post, you know, inspiring people, becoming an influencer. That's what truly is about building that success. It is not a quick fix. There is no magic pill. There is no shun. There is no different direction that is going to make you money faster. I will tell you, you may make money faster doing one thing over another, but in the end, it all comes down to hard work, sustaining what you have built May, it means that you have to maintain consistent pressure and effort over time. So if you're sitting here right now and you're like, man, I'm riding the wave, I'm flying high, I'm, I'm making an income, I'm doing great in my business, you better never stop doing the vitals. You better never stop doing what got you where you are today. Because eventually you are going to, if you stop doing those vital behaviors, you are going to come to a screeching halt and you may ride that wave for a little bit but then all of a sudden it's gonna kind of tank and it's gonna slowly but surely start to decline. And at first you're gonna say to yourself, oh, it's not that bad, maybe it's a bad week, maybe it's a bad month, maybe it's a holiday, and then all of a sudden, bam, out of nowhere, it's gonna be cut in half and you're gonna to go to yourself, oh my gosh, what is happening? And the only person that you have to blame is yourself because you did not maintain the energy, the effort, the excitement that you maintained when you first started this business. So. Now that we've kind of prefaced that, we've kind of got that all out there, I want you to know that it is your responsibility to build a successful business. It is not somebody else's. It is not the person next to you. It is not your upline sponsor. It is not the people that have signed up below you. It is actually your business. It's actually you that is going to determine the outcome in all of this. All right? Okay, so let's get started. First habit of being a highly successful business owner is this. When you sign up for a business opportunity, you have to have a very clearly defined goal. Now, sometimes those goals change, and they should change because goals are sort of meant to happen. A vision board is meant to change. When I first came into my business, it was about helping transform one person's life, making an impact with one person. To me, I didn't have an income goal because I didn't really come into it looking at this strictly for the income. I saw that that was possible, but I just wanted to help people. But then once I got into it, and I, I measured that one person, one person's life, that was my success. Then as I started understanding the business model, as I started to think about, okay, if I could have anything in life, what would I want to have? Then I started to set bigger goals for myself. I started to say, okay, a year from now, I'm going to be making X amount of money. A year from now, I want to achieve maybe this rank or this recognition or, you know, this milestone in my business or my fitness or my personal life or, you know, in my finances. And I started to set these roadmarks, roadblocks. And I actually sat down and wrote them out on a sheet of notebook paper that I looked at every single morning. I had this vision of what I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, there were some things on that list that I put on there because everybody else put on there. So for example, there might be sort of a rank in your company that everybody is striving to. So for example, in our business, it's diamond. But I can't tell you how many times I will say to somebody, why do you want to be a diamond coach? And they go, I don't know, because that's when I make money or because that's what my friend, my success partner is doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't even know why you want to accomplish this goal that you're going after. And so before you write something down on a sheet of paper, you have to say to yourself, 
what does this goal really mean and what is the significance and what is it gonna take for me to accomplish that goal like what are gonna be the sacrifices for me over the next 12 months to be able to reach that goal is that something I'm willing to do and is that in line with my priorities if you haven't done this exercise, I'm going to encourage you to actually take a step back right now, sit back and actually do this activity. What is it that you want to accomplish? What are your clearly defined goals? Now, the next thing is once you have these goals, and so say you have a really big goal in mind that you really want to go after and you know it's going to take time. You know that it's going to mean sacrifice, but you also know that reaching that goal is going to drastically change maybe your financial situation, your health, you know, your relationships with the people closest to you. And so you know that this goal is worth it. So now you know that this goal is worth it. It has significance. It has meaning. The second thing is we have to schedule time to make that goal happen. I also, again, see so many people that go out there and say, I want to be an elite coach but then they have no idea what that means they have no idea how many people they'll have to bring in how many people they'll have to sponsor how many people they'll have to mentor to get there and and so and they don't understand what that means or every single day when they wake up in the morning they don't have a game plan they don't work by a calendar they don't work from a to-do list and they're kind of like i want to be an elite coach but i'll fit this in whenever i have time and that is not gonna cut it. So one of the things that I started doing right from the get-go as a brand new business owner was I started using a Google Calendar. Uh, whether you use a Google Calendar or you use a desktop calendar or you have pen and paper planner, I don't care, you just need to have a system and you need to stick with it. And so what I would do is I would block out my business hours. Now, it's really hard to block out business hours when you're a stay-at-home mom and you have a six-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old and your husband is gone all day long and you really have no routine and structure in your day. That would be me. So what did I do? I did my best educated guess of when I thought that I was going to be able to build my business. So I looked at my day and I would say to myself, all right, I have this big goal. How am I gonna make this work? Because I know I need to devote time. Well, okay, so I can get up a little earlier. And so I would get up a little earlier, and I thought I cannot waste time. I cannot scroll through social media. I can get right to work. When my feet hit the ground, I can go straight to work. I can get my workout done, and then I can sit down and I can work my business until somebody wakes up. And then, here's another thing I did. I started to say to myself, all right, it's gonna be quiet time, whether my kids nap or not, from this time to this time every single day. Now, I would put that on my calendar. I would block out that time. If somebody called me and said, do you want to go to the zoo? Do you want to go to the park? Would you like to go out for lunch? And if it kind of interfered with that nap time, that scheduled quiet time that I was going to use to build my business, I had to say no. I had to say I have another commitment. I'm sorry. I can go earlier. I can go later. I can go tomorrow, but I can't go today. So often I see people that they just get distracted and they're like, yeah, let's go to the zoo. That sounds great. I'll just do my business later. But they have these big goals. And unfortunately or fortunately, we have a business where we get to determine when and where and how often we want to work. But it requires us to be self-disciplined to say, now is not the time. I can go later, but I can't go right now. And so that's a sacrifice that I learned how to make. Now, let's go look, go through the rest of my day, and I'm looking at my calendar, I'm scheduling my business hours, it's at nighttime, and I'm like, you know, 
I've got this really big goal and I really want to watch This Is Us because it's on every Tuesday night, but I haven't reached this goal yet. Well, I could watch This Is Us. That would be the instant gratification thing to do. Or I could DVR This Is Us. I could sit down. I could do my work that I need to do. And then I could watch the recording. Or I could watch the recording tomorrow night instead of today. And I just make that choice. All right, let's fast forward to the weekend. So for me, you know, my, my husband, he's gone. My kids are crazy. My life is out of control, right? I'm trying to manage mom life and house and duties and all these things. And I'm trying to build this business. I'm trying to make it in the entrepreneurial world. Saturday morning happens. Sunday happens. And I, a successful business owner, looks at the weekends as the opportunity to get ahead got to be willing to spend your life now the way other people are not willing to spend their life so that you can have the life that other people wish that they could have five years from now. Saturday and Sunday mornings were like golden to me. I'm like, if I can get up at five and I can work for two hours on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, my husband can get the kids breakfast. They can watch cartoons in the morning. I can knock out two to three hours of uninterrupted time. That's all I need to build my business because I'm laser focused and I'm working from a list. And now I am done and I can spend the rest of my day with my family. It's a decision when the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. to say to myself, get out of bed, do the hard things so that you can build the business you want that's going to create the life of freedom you desire. It's a decision. It's a sacrifice. Building a successful business, you can't be lazy. You can't stop doing the things that are going to help you get ahead and build that momentum. So find your pockets. Maybe it's you know not early in the morning. Maybe it's a different time of the day. But what are your peak times where you can have productivity that you can rock that business? All right. The next thing is this. I work from a list. My third habit of building a successful business is I work from a list. I do not sit down in front of the computer and just say, well, where is the wind going to take me today? And how am I going to be inspired? Or I'm not, I'm not waiting for inspiration. I already know what I want to do. So I know what my goals are for the week. I know what I need to accomplish. I know that if my ultimate goal is to achieve this, I break that down into a smaller, more manageable goal. And I say to myself, all right, if this is the big goal, here's the little goal that I am going to accomplish. And then I write down my to-do list. And I will, I'm very, more often than not, you can see this is my to-do list from yesterday, more often than not, I just sort of brainstorm everything that is on this list. I'll write it all down and then I will prioritize the top three things. If I can only get three things done right now, these are the three things that I am going to get accomplished. And I go through and I complete those three things. And then the rest of them, I wait until my next pocket of time. But one of the things that I see people do is they spend time on things that are not going to produce them results. Scrolling through the news feed, you know, checking in with challenge groups. Those are great. But the first thing you should do is adding new people, inviting people to join either the business opportunity or, you know, become a customer, following up, doing those social media posts. Then I'm checking in with my current customers, asking for referrals, you know, all of those things. I am looking at the things that are going to help me build my business and doing those things first. So always work from a list and then always ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? Is this going to bring me results or is this something that I should focus on later? All right. The next thing, number four is increasing productivity. Building a successful business 
is not about just getting by. It's not about being comfortable because newsflash, building a successful business means that you are constantly challenging yourself to be uncomfortable. You are con you, if you are sitting here going, man, this is going great. Everything's just sort of happening for me. I feel really comfortable with it. You are going to eventually hit a roadblock. You want to challenge yourself. This is something I've always done. So if I am achieving a certain income level, I will say to myself, can I increase that? If I have gotten X amount of new customers in my business every single month since I started, I'm going to say to myself, I need to up this. Can I do three more? Can I enroll three new people on my team in the next month? Next month, can I enroll four people on my team? Can I help three people? started right and hit their initial goals and benchmarks in their business. I raise my own bar. I don't wait for the company or my success partner or a friend or my husband to say, hey Mel, I think you can do a little bit more. I see that. I raise my own standard. I say to myself, I need to elevate myself and raise that bar and I go out there and do it. So don't wait for somebody else to tell you what you should be doing. Raise your own bar, especially if you're just kind of doing the average. Average will never make you extraordinary. Average, you'll blend in for the rest of your life. Be extraordinary. Do something over and above. Stand out. Be bold. Rise up and say to yourself, how can I level up and raise that bar? All right, number five, influence. Building a business online, as we all are currently doing, requires you not to be popular. I don't care how many likes you get. I don't care how many friends you have on social media. If you are not engaging with your audience, if you aren't influencing people in a positive way, if you aren't inspiring people to make a change, then you are simply just out there making social media posts. You are just another person that blends in. Your job, your main objective of building a highly successful business is to be a person of influence. Are you influencing people to practice yoga every day and be mindful of their body? Are you influencing people to learn clean eating? Are you influencing people to build a successful business? Or does your social media, is it just selfies of yourself and screenshots of your food and look at me, look what I'm doing, look how awesome I am, or are you giving back and adding value so that other people are genuinely coming to your page because they find you somebody of influence like the best compliment you can get is when somebody says hey I found you because a friend of mine told me that you are inspiring and influential and you can teach me about nutrition and fitness and so I followed you you have become an influencer when that begins to happen when people begin to refer you when pe people begin to shout you out you have become an influencer. So I want you to ask yourself, how do you become an influencer in your own life and how do you stand out among the rest? All right, the next one is leveling up. We just gotta level up, right? We, we've gotta level up, we've gotta be honest with ourselves, we've gotta be organized, we have to be a business owner. We can't just continue on where we are right now and sit back and say, and I told this to my team last week, I mean, how often are you putting a post out there on social media inviting people to join your business opportunity or to join one of your groups as a customer and you make this great post and you think it's awesome and you take a sit back and you go, come on, let's go everybody, join me. My post is amazing. You know, I've been in this business for two years. You should join me, you know, and you just sit back and you think you're entitled to success. And I'm going to call BS on that because you aren't entitled to anything. 
and none of us are entitled to anything. You have to say to yourself, I put an awesome post out there and now I'm gonna work that post. I'm gonna comment, I'm gonna interact, I'm gonna look at who's liking it, I'm gonna reach out to people, I'm gonna send personal invites, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be proactive and I'm not gonna wait for people to come to me. I'm gonna level up, I'm gonna rise up and I'm gonna think outside of the box. Number seven, last tip for you guys today is this. You've gotta learn how to lead. There is, there is a distinct difference between people that build a business and can retail the heck out of a product. They can sell the heck out of any product. They can get people to buy anything. They've had great retail success. But there comes a distinct difference between being an amazing retailer and the ability to lead. And this is a skill that not all of us are born with. You know, we're not just born a natural leader. We don't just come out of the womb and, and you know, the doctor says, you have a born leader in your hands. No. You are not, you are a human, you are an individual, and the skills that it is required to become a leader take practice, take time, take consistency, take self-reflection, and I believe a whole heck of a lot of humble pie. I've been served a lot of humble pie over the last six years in my life. I've made a lot of bad leadership mistakes. I have learned. I have apologized. I read personal development books on leadership. I try new things. It's just like building my retail business. I am failing forward every single day. But in order to build a successful business, you have to learn how to lead other people. And that may scare you, and maybe you will always be the kind of person that just likes to retail. But when it comes to building those habits of building a highly successful business, you have to have both the leadership with the retail side of it. They go hand in hand. You can be an amazing retailer and a horrible leader. The transference of skills, the ability to teach the people that, that put their trust in you how to build this successful business is your ability to lead, to inspire them when the road gets tough, to dig in and say, I'm gonna put the needs of my team before the needs of my own. And sometimes I'm gonna make a decision that doesn't benefit me, but it benefits the needs of the people that are in my care that put their trust in me. And that is where you begin to create this team culture where when you're building a successful business, people don't wanna leave because they're a part of something bigger than just the product that you are promoting. So learning how to lead is probably, you know, the most important ability, the most important skill that you can have at this step of the game. All right. So with that being said, just some of the things that have helped me at becoming a successful leader is number one, watching other people that have gone before me. What did I like about their leadership? What did I not like? Watch other leaders in the network. I watch other leaders outside of the network. How did they lead people? What do they say? Simon Sinek is incredible when it comes to like leaders eat last and finding your why. And all of his YouTube videos are amazing. Darren Hardy um, and Brendan Burchard, they're all amazing leaders. Things that I've learned, John Maxwell is incredible at teaching you leadership. You just gotta lean in and you have to do those things and you have to go out there and share those with other people too. So I've kind of gone through some of my favorite like leadership authors and they all have amazing books. Go check them out on Amazon. Um, they are all incredible. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, of Growth, all of those books. Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek is another really great book. Jeb Blount, People Follow You is another, is the first leadership book I read. And then also Personality Plus really talk, this Florence Litauer, he really talks about different personality styles. And I will say that those books really helped me early on in my business development and still continue to help me on in my journey as well.
Okay. All right. So with that being said, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you've got any feedback or follow-up questions, don't hesitate to, to drop them in the thread or to email me at mjmitro at gmail.com. Also go subscribe to the podcast, Women Inspiring Women. Every single Tuesday, I have a new episode that is up for you as well. And like, as always, I love to get your feedback. So if there's a topic you'd like me to discuss. Don't, don't hesitate to send me a private message. Send me an email again, mjmitro at gmail.com. And I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday and I will see you all next week. Bye everybody.